0: Here's the thing. Um, in my family, when we do family get togethers for Christmas, uh-huh. we don't yeah. actually have it during Christmas. We have it okay. like a couple of days before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Cause then you have like the big family party and then right. you have your, okay, everybody get out. Now it's just me and my immediate family. <laughs> Apparently my husband, his family, my in-laws, th- like I told them like, okay, yeah, my family's going to be here for Christmas. They're, okay, great. Dad'll be here around the 20th. He'll leave on the 23rd. And they were all like, that's, that's not christmas like like my husband looked at me like that's not that's not christmas i was like you're yes that's true that's 100 accurate he's like are we gonna have two christmases and i, and I was just, what where where are we having the problem here i don't understand i don't understand <laughs> where have we broken down they they assumed that coming for christmas meant like for christmas so i've been getting a lot of crap
1: for like oh christmas part one oh <laughs> We can, oh, can, we the
0: can continue reporting. to bullshit, but it's not, you know. We bullshit a lot I mean, anyway.
1: it is customary to begin with bullshit. Well, I, it's important.
2: Yeah, I was just listening to your um, interview with uh, uh, the Sandy Pug guy, Liam.
0: Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. Lots of yeah. bullshit. Yeah.
2: I, I'm familiar with your brand of bullshit. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad. <laughs> <laughs> although i have to say my fantasy football teams are both losing today so i'm very sad about that
0: oh sorry about that (laughs) did you bring the right um did you bring the right party balance like you've got to have a fantasy football healer to go with your fantasy football i think that's
2: my problem i think they're all just getting
1: annihilated
0: you just brought (laughs) it's gonna be a tpk yeah
1: Yeah. (laughs) i hear party composition is very important in fantasy football
3: (laughs) is there a cat version
2: a fantasy cat oh like for the fantasy
3: oh, cat bowl
2: for the kitten ball for the
0: kitten ball, yeah <gasps> no, oh i don't know but there should be yeah that's incredible
2: fantasy oh my god who do we okay yeah we gotta write a
0: letter he,
3: he's googling it right
1: now all right uh, i'm writing it uh, I,
3: <laughs> I
1: drove home from a gaming weekend for two hours with people who were really interested in getting the stats for their fantasy football team, so for two <laughs> hours, there was nothing but NFL radio on in the car. Oh, God. Um, that's harsh. <laughs> I, I put my headphones on in the backseat and went to sleep. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs>
3: that's
2: the only reasonable response, actually. I think.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm into Kitten and Bowl, and I'm into rugby. I don't understand American football. But... The Amer- I am- yeah, I don't understand
0: it either. Honest. I have no... No touchstone. (laughs) The only (laughs) the only sport I even get into is ice hockey, just because really, honestly, because my husband is so into it. And then I started watching it like, oh, my God, these these huge men in like armor are whipping around on the (laughs) the ice like figure skaters. And at any moment, they could be bare knuckle boxing. This is incredible. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. So. Yeah, the
3: best sports have blood in them,
0: I think. Yeah. <laughs> As a rugby fan, I'm sure you understand. Oh, all right, the
1: best sports have blood in them. Welcome to my finest experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, I am really blowing this recording off the chart. Sorry, Margaret. That's all right.
0: We're at a deadline to... hell over
1: here, so you're, Margaret's you're got time to You're not supposed to answer for Margaret. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> I'm
0: supposed to keep up the illusion.
2: <laughs> i'm quite surprised to hear someone in an american accent call ice hockey ice hockey fyi
0: i i figured i should drop in the ice just in case there's another kind of hockey that i don't know about because i'm american and there's a field? lot of things i don't yeah, know for... about <laughs> see there you go field hockey wow all right
2: <laughs> for me, maybe there's also
0: like hockey. mountain hockey or no,
2: mountain... Mountain oh, yeah, I'm sure.
0: sea hockey <laughs> oh
2: yeah you sea hockey
0: dolphins. is polo po- oh yeah, yeah. Yep. shit follow
2: on dolphins i'm going down actually that's a great game idea
0: we're bonus experience of two american women who don't know a whole lot about sports <laughs> yeah. but two
1: two queer american women talking with authority about games Boom.
0: yes yeah um, <laughs> yep uh, what's the rest of our thing? We're right,
1: right. We totally a podcast. thrown off. Thinking Yeah, about I did it in the wrong order. Uh, we are a podcast with a deeper look at the play experience and the finer details of running and writing games. And I just said that we are two queer American women speaking with authority yeah, about games. Usually that part comes after, but I did it before because I'm a rebel. I don't think yeah. you can say that. Now, also actually. in charge of this show. Sure, sure. And we swear. Yeah, I'm mad about it.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, so today, we did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Uh, as you may have noticed from the recording, there are other human beings here with us. <laughs> no, who is? no, they are He's dinosaur princesses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rawr. Rawr. <laughs> uh, Dana and Hamish, please take it away. Go ahead and introduce yourselves.
2: Uh, hi, I'm uh, Hamish Cameron, and I haven't thought about what I'm going to say to introduce myself at all, so uh, I wrote The Sprawl, and uh, we just did a game called Dinosaur Princesses, which we kickstarted, and now Dana is going to talk.
3: Uh, my name is Dana, I use they, she pronouns, um, I am also queer, so that's exciting. It is, it really is. Yeah, um, I am kind of new to the game design side, sort of. I wrote a couple small um, trans felinism pieces, uh, cyberpunk trans and pieces for The Sprawl and The Veil, and now I've been working on Dinosaur Princesses.
0: right. So uh, give us a <laughs> rundown of what you're here to promote, which, spoiler alert, involves Dinosaur Princesses. Is, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Um. So yeah, Dinosaur Princesses is a game about Dinosaurs who are princesses solving problems Excellent. together. Uh, it's not necessarily about dinosaurs who have princesses, but
2: <laughs> or princesses who have dinosaurs. Yeah, but, but it, could be
3: a it could be. It could be. You could have. You could have a <laughs> dinosaur whose dinosaur type is dinosaur and like princess writer, or no, a princess. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so this is a question that we get a lot when people hear the name it's dinosaur princesses. Okay. When people hear the name dinosaur princesses, they often ask are you dinosaurs who are princesses or are you dinosaurs are you princesses who I ride dinosaurs
3: yeah I mean, so you uh, made, yeah so right? you can be dinosaur type princess and princess type dinosaur rider. So
2: the, the yeah. answer to that question is that you are dinosaurs who are princesses. Yes. And you solve okay. problems with your but friends.
3: But optionally, you
0: could ride a dinosaur. You, you could, could be
2: a, a princess who rides a dinosaur. That would be a totally legitimate and thoroughly mm-hmm. approved hack of the game.
0: Dinosaur yeah. on dinosaur. Okay, got <laughs> it. You could, yeah,
1: you could be a dinosaur riding a dinosaur. Yeah. I'm on it. I, okay. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, so anyway, it's a... Uh, Welcome it's to BXP. A...
1: It got weird immediately. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Um, yeah, so it's a uh, rules-light, story-heavy uh, role-playing game. It usually runs best with probably three to five players. Runs in about an hour and a half to two hours. And um, basically, yeah, you you have...
2: You solve these, problems with your friends?
3: Yeah, it's a collaborative story game. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It kind of runs like a Saturday morning cartoon. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's cool. So... <laughs> we at Bonus
1: Experience are all about dinosaurs and princesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so tell us about the game world and what the characters do in it.
3: Yeah, so the game world um, isn't defined. Okay. Uh, you build it at the table. It's actually a no-prep game uh, okay. for the facilitator. So the players make their dinosaur princesses um, and... What dinosaur princesses they make um, and the strengths for the dinosaur princesses uh, start to kind of create the world. And as the dinosaur princesses kind of introduce each other, the facilitator asks leading questions in kind of that, it's not a PPTA game, but in that kind of style. So there might be like, oh, so your dinosaur princess's Lady Razorface, uh, where does lazy Lady Razorface go to school? Um, and then another one might be, uh, Hortensia bubblefraz. Uh, what does your backyard look like? And and as you kind of go together, they create the world together. And then the most important part is as this world building is happening, you're drawing it on a piece, big piece of paper oh. to kind of create everything. Mm-hmm. I saw uh, the
0: the little the little map example.
3: Yeah. Um, I, I love that, honestly. When
0: I was looking into um some some alternative like game designs and I saw um what was it the 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 quiet year? The quiet yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you you part of the game is drawing the map of what's going on mm-hmm. around you, and I I thought that that was a really cool, especially because it incorporates more like kid art, which is another thing I'm all about here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, when we run it, uh, we usually have like a big uh, box of um, color pencils or crayons or something around for people to like scribble like their map in cool like. Kitty, colorful art. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Um, yeah. And that's why the, the, uh, character sheets have, um, space for drawing on as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You really want that kind of
3: engagement. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so you kind of build the world and then draw it out, uh, together. And as you're doing that, um, either the facilitator might bring a problem to the table that they think would probably get an idea to start with, or often actually, as the world is happening, a problem kind of presents itself. Um, and that's then what the story kind of revolves around. So it could be like the queen's, you know, like wandering teacup or.
2: What, what was the it? problem we had when we played it uh, on Thursday?
3: Um, that was uh, giant lobsters had taken over the national forest. Yeah. One oh, of the, <laughs> so one of
2: the players was a park ranger uh, and one of the players was a lobster, a lobster man. man. Mm-hmm. like as in a, a person who fishes for lobsters yeah,
1: uh, yeah
2: and then uh so so out of the just the result of those two the problem was that there were all these lobsters all over the forest and we and there was starting to flood and we had to we had to deal with that
0: yeah were they like giant lobsters like yeah there was enemy a giant
2: lobster yes. yeah there was a there was the moby dick of lobsters that was the lobster man's uh <laughs> white Neveson, whale as it yeah. were yeah <laughs> Uh, he sailed off into the sunset. They he they I forget what uh, the pronouns of the lobster man were.
3: I, I think I think I the, think it was he. Yeah, I think, yeah, it was I think he, he sailed he was off into Bobby the sunset. Yeah. yeah.
2: He <laughs> The amazing flying Bobby Potter sailed off into the sunset <laughs> yeah. on his oh, lof- God. lobster boat after uh
3: because he was a pterodactyl. After
2: big Big Snappy. McSnappy.
3: Uh Mick Snappy McClaws. <laughs>
2: snappy McClaws. Yes. Yeah. That particular player is a big fan of adding Mcs to <laughs> yeah. to last names of mm-hmm. creatures. Yeah, <laughs>
1: as a certain in je ne sais quoi. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah it's her brand
1: uh, after those two character example names you gave a few seconds ago I think I'm gonna hire you Dana to <laughs> name all of my characters from now on I'm
3: a big fan of names, uh, come up with names. Yeah, just. just Twitter is very good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. That, I'm particularly all of it, proud of that one. Yeah. yeah, all of it was excellent.
1: And um, I'm envious because um, when I'm put on the spot, I come up with the dumbest names. Uh, sometimes, even when I am getting paid to name things. <laughs>
2: I did during that game in which I was playing um, and Dana was running it, I outsourced it to Twitter, as oh, I okay. usually do. You're if all, I can't yeah, think yeah. of a name, I'm like, hey, Twitter, what should I name? name this blah 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 whatever it is and then see if people get back to me yeah because you were playing
3: a catasaurus
2: uh no right. I was playing a t-rex oh. whose princess type was cat
3: oh that's what it I was, was a t-rex okay. who liked
2: to curl up in the sun I had my own sunbeam it was mm-hmm. very good I curled up in all sorts of spaces that were far too small for me
3: yeah but your name that you got from crowd surfing was a uh, meow Miao- Meowisu.
2: oh meowy sue yeah, yeah that was particularly yeah. good, <laughs> that was good. Uh, yeah i wish i could i wish i could remember off the top of my head the person who gave me that name so i could give them a specific shout out
0: so you you, you've brought you've brought it up i I don't know if you've said it explicitly but this sounds like a pretty like kid friendly game Mm -hmm. um so uh what was it like to design something that was that would appeal to all ages and especially have a home for younger role players
2: um yeah it was interesting because i hadn't done anything like it before um uh so the the origin of the game was that uh, I have uh, a couple of friends back in New Zealand, and they have two kids who were at the time of at the time I first started writing it were four and six, and that was now I think a couple of years ago. Uh, and so their favourite things were dinosaurs and princesses, sort of both respectively and together. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we were just in some kind of late night discussion, uh, and I said I could write that game. And then I had to, and I did.
0: <laughs> so it was, it was almost like a almost like a design challenge that you sort of took uh, upon yourself. <laughs> yeah, basically. I thought, Make oh, a that, game that they would both kind of, like.
2: Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like, it's a pretty grabby concept, really. I feel like every time we tell somebody that that's what the game is about, they're like, what? Tell me more.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, it it so, kind of, yeah. just
0: the title kind of evokes that Saturday morning feeling mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. you know, especially now with like, like Shira is back on netflix yeah, and I, was, yeah. I was just watching is, that. yeah i gotta ooh, i gotta find some time to binge it um but yeah i i don't know that it's dinosaur princesses um mm-hmm. i uh not necessarily a question and i know you've probably gotten a lot of opportunities to talk about this but i i fucking love the coloring book rule book <laughs> <laughs> i think mm-hmm. that's yeah. probably the coolest idea i've seen in a while and i'm not sure why more people haven't picked up on this because everybody loves art of their characters Mm -hmm. and to Mm -hmm. give like a template for like here you go just to color it in um I guess for like an actual question part um (laughs) how did you decide which dinosaurs to include on your coloring book character sheets oh Mm -hmm. that
2: That was a good question I
0: think you did you just
3: come up with it randomly um
2: I I forget because that was
3: before um, I was really working on it when you did the art Yeah,
2: about. so the idea for it to be a coloring book was Dana's idea. Mm-hmm. I was um, drinking
3: a lot of beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, and we were discussing it with another designer, uh, a Kiwi designer, Mike Sands, actually, who did uh, uh, Monster of the Week. Oh, nice. Um, and, yeah, Dana came up with that idea. She so was just like, what if it was a coloring book? And we were like, yes, mm-hmm. it Cause be we, a coloring book.
3: Because <laughs> Hamish had always said he wanted it to be kind of like layout, like look like a kid's book. Yeah. 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 and um i just took it that one step yeah
2: further. which is, is brilliant yeah. Yeah. yeah um i so i was working pretty closely with the artist uh jay wall on that and i can't remember whether i so i gave certain art direction most of the specifics of the art was theirs so
0: so it was kind of left up to the to the artist
2: yeah i think i think i had some i think we together kind of brainstormed some ideas because i whenever i work with artists i want their input into it a lot i don't want to just dictate what's on the page and then have them like act like a little drawing robot that fulfills my vision or whatever i want to see (laughs) i want to like i want their creative input as well as my creative input which is kind of my whole philosophy behind design as well anyway like i want to i want the rules to both make it easy for myself to run it and easy for me to incorporate everybody at the table and their creative Mm. energies into the story that you tell Mm. um so
1: I mean, I agree with that artist thing completely because if I, why would I hire an artist if I didn't want their take on it exactly, exactly. right yeah you, you want
2: something of their style and you want their like they are a, they are a cool creative person and i want them in the right. game you,
1: you are you are the professional i am hiring you to do a job exactly. <laughs> job like... right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yep. uh you guys touched on a little bit about um like you have a kind of dinosaur and you have a kind of princess tell us more about character creation because i'm really curious
3: yeah it's it's pretty simple so you have um you basically decide two things to start with: your dinosaur type and your princess type, and those aren't restrictive. So your dinosaur could be a pterodactyl, but it could also be a cat or a train. Um, and then uh, you decide on two words that describe the strengths of your dinosaur. So, like, like fast and tall, or large and scaly. Scaly, yeah, and like having trouble with words. Mm, and then <laughs> feathered, yeah. And then um you choose your princess type and that's kind of like your profession. So it could be like an aquanaut or a news anchor or a chef or CEO or something like that. And then you choose two words that describe your strengths as your princess type. And that's basically character creation right there. That well, and the other half of character creation to me the most important part is like coloring, drawing and accessorizing your dinosaur princess. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Very important. That
2: definitely takes longer.
3: But yeah, I find that character creation kind of for as simple as like deciding those bits is, it takes well because people are usually having so much fun like drawing. thinking about the things we and drawing and showing their drawings off right. to the other players. And it's definitely something I when I run the game, I don't rush at all um, because that's that's part of what sets the tone mm-hmm. and starts giving gives time for like people to start ruminating their heads, things about, about who their dinosaur princess is and sort of already having ideas like what that world might look like that they are in.
0: Now, I, I don't know if this is something that would like, if you'd have to kind of tweak the dial on it depending on like which age group you're playing with. But if I say drew my dinosaur princess with an enormous laser sword on her back, mm-hmm. Does mm-hmm. that mean is that now in the game? Can I say, well, I drew her with a laser sword, so I'm going to use my laser sword on the lobsters.
1: Yes. yes,
2: yeah, as long as everyone's into it. Yeah. And the the game is really about um, the kind of, I mean, to to use uh, the phrase from yeah, with Liam um, radical acceptance. Yeah. Of everything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. Because anytime you watch like a Saturday morning cartoon, like weird stuff happens all the time.
3: Yeah, I ran. And it's
2: just part of the world, right? It just it just happens. Like yeah, yes, yeah, it's kind of like almost like the axe,
0: the axe cop, like yep. mm-hmm. idea
3: of it. Like I just decided that this baby is also a demon. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. exactly.
3: Yeah, I ran it once where someone their pterodactyl had a chainsaw arm and laser eyes. Yeah, And it was awesome. That's their, incredible. Uh, their princess type was a uh, destroyer with the heart of a poet. It's so it was good. so good. It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, and this was the first time a person that person had ever played a role playing game they were um, doing it absolutely correctly
0: they <laughs> they knocked absolutely. it out yes. of the park
3: <laughs> which is part of the thing with Dice for Princess is that it's very um, very 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 friendly to new role players because the rule system is so light and it's a very fun creative sort of game but without like this sort of creativity where you have to worry about looking cool it's more about like we're just gonna have a lot of fun and tap into what it's like to be a kid yeah. um and so and also because it's written to be able to be played by kids it's easier for people who have never played a role playing game as adults or whatever to to jump into it
2: yeah there's no charts or like piles of complicated dice mechanics or yeah. right. or modifiers or anything like that
1: mm-hmm. now now spoilers ray has children I do have Ooh. children is is an expert on this topic <laughs> yes. they're they're a little
0: they're they're older now so they're they're unfortunately heading into that age where they're trying really hard to be cool, so oh, no. I, it might be kind of a hard sell to get them to play a game like dinosaur princesses, but i don't know it could happen <laughs> no, that's right you can play once I get mm-hmm. dad involved in it, too, I'm sure mm-hmm. they'll be like, oh well, if dad's doing it, then <laughs> yeah, exactly. this must be cool. <laughs> Well, hello, friends. Welcome to the mid-episode break. It's just me in here today. Monica's got the day off. I'm stuck at the office, which uh, is actually pretty cool, I guess, because they let us talk about role-playing games all day. You know, whatever. Not a whole lot to talk about, except to thank people for their continuing support of our, of our work here, if you can call it work. Am I right? <laughs> uh, let's thank um, not Dave for sending us some coffee. I don't know what his name is, but it's definitely not Dave. Thank you for your monetary support of our endeavors. Um, if you would like to do what this mysterious stranger not named Dave has done for us, you can go to coffee.com bxpcast, where you can send us a small monetary donation, like a tip, like a tip jar, basically. Also, thank you to Mimi Meepsalon on Twitter, for bringing up the possibility of us discussing how to ensure diversity as a GM. Like, we talked about the importance of diversity in your NPCs, but not how to, like, really enforce that and make sure that it's, you know, that you're following through on it. That's a great idea, and we are adding it to the topic list, Mimi. Thank you so much for reaching out to us on Twitter. Also, Michael Phillips, uh, Ronin Kakuhito on Twitter, wanted to know what our feeling was about stovetop popcorn, because for just a bit more than an air popper, you can get a hot plate spinning popper, which i'm all about personally i don't have access to that yet but i can sense that it will become a part of my future life because microwaves man they're just too convenient and i don't trust it later in our interview here with uh dana and hamish you'll hear me ask about how kids react to the pronoun section of their character sheet um and at the time dana didn't have any information for me but then they got back to me later on twitter to let me know They actually had someone get back to them with some playtest info, including a uh, seven and 10 year old. The seven, seven year old uses they them pronouns and was so excited to see that included in an RPG, like not just included, but like specifically suggested and encouraged. And I wanted to make sure that you guys heard that in the podcast because honestly made me a little emotional. I think that shit's great. As you know, as you've probably heard, Bonus Experience is now a part of the Misdirected Mark Network. We're really happy to be here. These guys are awesome. Not just, like, for the support network and all of the great insight and advice we're getting as newbie podcasters, but also because the shows themselves are great. Shows like Pandas Talking Games, where Phil and Senda answer your questions about RPGs from the perspective of one-shots and campaigns with some panda silliness. You know. You know how pandas get. So if you're looking for a new podcast, check them out and check out all the other great things they have on Misdirected Mark as well. All right, I think I think break time's over, so uh, let's get back to it. Let's get back to talking about dinosaur princesses.
1: So you guys described Dinosaur Princesses as a collaborative problem-solving game. Um, so can you tell us more about like specific mechanics that you may have included to facilitate that kind of teamwork?
2: Uh, yeah. So the well the way the main mechanic works is that you sort of um, you look at your character. You're faced with a problem. You pull out pull out the kind of words or adjectives you have on your sheet that help you solve it. And each of those contributes a dice to your pull. Uh, the GM is going to have a bunch of dice. Um, and they're probably going to have more dice than you do so you look at your your small dice pool and you look at their big dice pool and then you say to the other people around the table will you help me and then they look at this pull out dice and then contribute to your pool and by the time everybody has helped you you should have a lot more dice than the gm Mm -hmm. uh and Ah. so then you roll those dice and so that's basically the system Mm -hmm. uh the the basic idea is that on your own you could theoretically do and solve any of the sort of individual steps of the problem, but it'll be way easier with your friends helping you. Mm-hmm. Right? So you, maybe you can go it alone, but you, there's a good high chance that you'll fail. Uh, but if you have your friends, then you're probably going to succeed. So mm-hmm. it's to encourage that kind of like everybody's in it together. Everybody's helping. Um, all of the roles are kind of conflict resolution rather than task resolution. So you're all banding together to put in your input to how you are together solving the problem in in, in the scene
0: cool. so it's so it's like a, a the most it's a pretty important facet of the game like having Absolutely. to say okay we, will mm-hmm. you help me how could could you please how will you help me yeah, yeah. To, I'm, so I'm gonna do it by role, myself
2: right every role in the game you are you're asking for help and then people are helping it's not just mm-hmm. like a oh i think i can work out a way to help you in this particular instance but most of the time you're doing it yourself like most um games are or even even in Powered by the Apocalypse games with sort of helping mechanics, mm-hmm. as just about all of them have, you don't do that every single role. I mean, maybe in certain play styles you do, but that's not, it's not kind of built into the system in the same way.
1: So I, I love the idea of part of the rule literally being asking for help.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is absolutely yeah. right. There. So
1: what happens if someone says no? I've um,
2: never had that happen. Uh, yeah, I've never had that happen. If, so... Usually, the only way that would happen is if they look at their sheet and they can't think of a way to help. Like they, they just their words just don't really seem to match up with whatever the sort of solution that is being attempted is. And if that happens, they can uh, not help now, but they can they can make a cheering word. They'll like cheer on the the team, um, and they'll create their own new word that they can use later. So if they end up in some situation where they really like the words that they have, but maybe they're not super useful in certain types of situation, they can come up with some kind of like new word that everybody can then use mm-hmm. um, to to help in future situations.
1: That's cool. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, I, I could think of adults specifically who might think that saying no would be interesting.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I I haven't had that happen. And I think part of it is, you know, you're going into this game and with this kind of soft, friendly mm-hmm. feel. And mm-hmm. when you're being told, kind of like having the introduction to the game and kind of told about what the rules are and everything, part of it is this is a collaborative story game where you solve problems together. So if you're, so you have to, I mean, with any game, I feel like you have to buy into the game a bit. Right,
1: um, right.
3: And se- and since it's specifically built around like being collaborative and helping each other out, da da da. you know, like friendship is magic. Right. Uh, I think in the end of that self that kind of stop mitigates that from happening um
2: the other the other reason i mean there's two main things that i see and one of them is the mm-hmm. like the, you, if you do that then you're fighting against the tone thing that dana mm-hmm. is, is pointing out but the other thing is that in every role it's not one dinosaur princess against the gm and you're helping them it's all of the dinosaur True. princesses together mm-hmm. with one person as the kind of leader in this particular example True. so there's no case where, Oh, I might like hold out of this one so that I can get the glory later. Uh, it's always, if you do that, you're all going to be mm-hmm. sort of on the back foot as it were, oh. uh, going into the next thing. Every time there's a challenge and it kind of rotates around who, who will be the person who's like in the lead of the, of any particular scene, uh, and rolling the dice. Um, but anytime you're trying to solve a step, you are all trying to solve the step mm-hmm. together.
3: Yeah, if you say no, then you're not actually participating in the scene yeah. really and that would be boring.
2: And you're just not really playing right. the
3: game. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's like yeah. why'd you show up here? <laughs> yeah. Right. Give me that right. character sheet. <laughs> you are no longer a dinosaur
0: princess. No more crayons. <laughs> I'm taking that shit. Just taking the crayons and the glittery stickers. <laughs> <laughs> that honestly, that would be devastating. If I so, <laughs> messed up the game so bad they took away my glittery stickers.
1: <laughs> so um, so does it rotate through each player? And their princess's problem like is the is a typical play session like um monica uh, dana is facilitating the game and monica ray and hamish are playing um and uh monica's train princess is the first person you said train was a viable i'm one of those uh i'm one of those people who's like oh you said something that's not on the cover Uh (laughs) i'm going to do the weird thing Uh, yes, yes monica's you know defense lawyer train princess uh is awesome like has the first problem like it, do i go first and then we, we all work together to solve defense lawyer train princess's problem and then we go to ray and then we go to hamish and that's a session of play i
3: really want to play this game <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: but no because there is one problem that you all have so okay. you get you the gm will ask all those questions oh and by the way the gm is called the paleontologist and so okay. the paleontologist <laughs> asks all these questions at the start while they're while you're making your characters okay. and then we'll come up with one kind of unifying problem for the dinosaur princesses to solve to so solve, okay. it might be that the the teapot has gone missing like the teapot mm-hmm. that you need for the royal banquet coming up later that day or something like that and you all have to together solve that problem and then you as the dinosaur princesses will work out how you're going to solve that problem like what the steps are you need to do to get to get the the teapot back. <laughs> Defense um,
0: lawyer trained princess delivers subpoenas to every yeah, yeah, suspect. So that
2: maybe, right. Okay. So that maybe the first step is like, okay, we need to find out who has it, right? So that's a step, and maybe the second one is then we need to subpoena them to get them to bring it back, <laughs> yeah. and then the third one is we, I don't know, um, uh, a
3: child, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so the
2: full extent of the law. The law. And then
3: you
1: celebrate <laughs> with the teapot because
2: this, this, this teapot thievery will not stand.
0: Uh, Dennis or Princess courtroom drama (laughs) Uh, so,
3: So it tends to be that depending on like what step you're working on Like generally one princess might take a bit of the lead just based on kind of what it is So in the subpoena scene, the defense lawyer train would be like, oh yeah, here's kind of like what I'm thinking And everyone will kind of draw in their bits, but so
1: you kind of, it kind of just naturally <laughs> flow. subpoenaed! <laughs> <laughs> <Just a peanut. laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I want to play that
3: so much. I,
1: I would end every sentence in... <laughs> oh yes. Oh, no.
3: Is, oh no. Yeah, uh, yeah. Right.
2: yeah one of, so Train is specifically on the potential list, specifically because I want people to play Thomas the Tank Engine with it. <laughs> and there, I totally want Thomas the Tank Engine with one of the tank engines as a lawyer.
1: That'd be so good. Oh, good yeah dear dear all half dozen bonus experience fans someone out there please draw <laughs> fan art of my uh train defense lawyer dinosaur princess uh if so.
2: any of if anyone out there in in uh uh bonus experience fandom land is oh. good at drawing thomas the tank engine like tank engines trains then uh email us and maybe we'll put together something
0: <laughs> is that the next true. Is this the next idea? Are we doing?
2: If I mean, we'll I'll do a reskin. Yeah, totally. It's easy so enough a reskin to reskin if somebody yeah. can draw good trains. Exactly.
0: So, um, so obviously, the system kind of lends itself to wackiness, and <laughs> shenanigans. Yep. That's the case with mm-hmm. uh, me. Mm-hmm. What are some of your favorite stories from playtesting this with kids? From playtesting with younger players?
2: Um, there was what was the uh, there was one where one of the one of the the i think it was a pterodactyl and one of his words was fiery and then the drawing that the kid drew uh this was from a convention was just like a pterodactyl that was completely on fire oh and yeah everything he did was totally <laughs> about being on fire and something's on fire <laughs>
1: so that's
2: and that's excellent. the kind of wacky stuff that no like you like an adult might it would may well come up with that right but it's the kind of just completely out there idea that the kids playing these ideas these Mm -hmm. games like really just love they can just run with them yeah but just kind of because one of the ideas is part of that like radical acceptance Mm -hmm. radical inclusion Mm -hmm. idea is that any like i don't want anybody to say oh no that's too that's too wacky for this game Mm -hmm. like this isn't this isn't a particularly serious game this is a game about embracing like any kind of like fun thing that you want to do putting them all together and seeing what kind of awesome story you tell together
3: i mean yeah we had giant lobsters attacking a national forest so yeah you that's, know
0: i mean yeah. that's pretty good and mm-hmm. now you have the canon of the defense lawyer train
2: oh so yeah good. for sure um, um what put in the document? How, do,
0: <laughs> how do you find kids react to the like gender inclusive ideas you have in here like the idea that Princess is not, like, a girl thing. Like, anybody can be a princess. Um, And Um, and has anyone gone hog-wild with the pronouns once they realize, like, there's not just he and she? Oh, my God.
2: Well, I mean, my pronouns, when we played the other day with my Tyrannosaurus cat, were like meow, meow, meows. Yeah. Yes. Which is awesome. (laughs) Uh, I haven't seen kids go too wild with pronouns, but I have seen
3: them. Yep. I mean, partially because the new version of the character, like... The character oh, yeah. sheets that I've designed kind of most recently are the ones where we had the pronoun listing because it's always been that, you know, you can have different pronouns in. dinosaur princess doesn't mean you're a girl. But we hadn't done like the official character sheets and they were just kind of haphazard ones, like a couple lines to write down a couple words on. And okay. so there wasn't like the specific slot to call out explicitly uh pronouns and I play tested with adults a couple times in that um trying to figure out how the best way to put pronouns on there get people to actually write pronouns originally I had it like what is what are your what is your name and your pronouns and people would only write their name because you can't have two things in one question Mm -hmm. um and then I made a specific pronoun line and then people would fill it out and I I'm usually Mm -hmm. of the the belief that you don't give choices, put a blank line and let people identify how they want. But then we were, mm-hmm. I was thinking about it and I was like, but when kids are playing this, they might not have ever, like you said, like understood that they could have different pronouns. Yeah, and exactly. They could come up with their yeah. pronouns. So now the final version has a list of some pronouns to like help break that. So there's they, them, uh, zizier, zazem mm-hmm. And then he, he and she, and then also says, and then create your own. Yeah. Um, so, but that hasn't been play tested with the kids yet.
2: Yeah, that that character, the most recent character sheet, which I think is the final character yeah, sheet at this point, is, is up on um, the website where people can download it and take a look at them.
3: Yeah, so if anyone has kids out there, feel free to download it and see what they do and let us know. So let
1: our listeners know where they can find you on the internet. Uh, if they want to follow you, if they want to follow the progress of Dinosaur Princesses, if they want to follow your other stuff.
2: Yeah, so you can follow um sort of our general stuff at uh www.ardens.org. Um, that's the it's the, the bloggy thing and uh pages about our various games. Um you can get all the games on Drive Through RPG or from IPR. Um Dinosaur Princesses itself will be out early next year probably from mm-hmm. backers uh, and you can follow me on twitter at peregrine kiwi or at arden's luderay or at the sprawl underscore rpg
3: and uh, you can find me on twitter at day the elf that's two e's um and that that's basically it that's basically my, my both but i mean also <laughs> like as he said like uh arden's dot dot
2: and wherever good dinosaurs are yeah. sold
3: and where. are yeah <laughs> uh, and, and deep in your
0: heart where the dinosaur princess magic runs strongest. Uh, mm-hmm.
2: But please don't like burrow deep into my heart to find me.
3: Unless you're a cat. Yeah. Then yeah, you can totally can burrow yeah. inside me. I'm here for whatever. I I serve cats. It Otherwise, started weird and it longer. ended <laughs> weird.
1: Oh, <laughs> you <laughs> I literally almost said exactly the same thing. (laughs) About
2: cats or about borrowing?
1: No, about it getting weird. Uh, I I
0: (laughs) just you uh, you both are delightful, Uh, and I've had a lot of fun talking to you. And I haven't um, honestly. I've been smiling so big since we first started talking about dinosaur princesses. It's made me feel. Like it made it's made me feel like I did when I would wake up early to watch cartoons on Saturday morning and eat fruity pebbles.
1: That's the power
0: of
2: dinosaur princesses.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, and hopefully we'll run into each other at a con. Um so we will are you going? Yeah, we um we'll be at Pax Unplugged and I was just about to ask uh, you. Yeah, yeah, we're we'll both be gonna be, be running unplugged. Dinosaur Princesses there and we'll also be at Breakout Con in Toronto in March, uh, running Dinosaur Princesses
1: uh oh okay uh monica yeah so yeah what we do our oh, thing oh where now. can we find right 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 we do our thing now so uh if you want to follow the show and enjoy more bonus experience more of our charming interviews all of them are as rambly and fun as this one but not quite as charming as these two lovely people <laughs> uh no. don't say that around you're gonna hurt Liam's feelings uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> Liam's great it I'm, I'm more afraid of Danielle coming to my house and beating me up oh uh, Danielle so... will get you yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking That's right,
2: you're not a trained lawyer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm unfortunately not in it. real life. <laughs> uh, the website oh our website <laughs> is xpcast dot f- oh, com.
0: I can be the I can be the villain princess that's always tying people to your train tracks. <laughs> uh, I was having trouble uh, thinking of how to tie it in I'm sorry, what's our website?
1: You want Our <laughs> website is bxpcast.com uh, If you want to follow us on Twitter we are at bonus expcast um, and if you want to send us an email if you have a question and you want us to help you solve a GM thing if you have a design thing you want us to fiddle around with on Ailer, if you just want to tell us how great we are you can email us yeah. at bonus expcast at gmail.com which goes directly to my phone and I check it while I'm at work And then she'll tell <laughs> me if something
0: important comes through and i should oh, right. check it yeah. too yes
1: <laughs> that is what happens uh and if you want to follow me personally uh to see what i'm retweet- retweeting lately i don't do a whole lot of original content on twitter i mostly just retweet stuff that is either political or funny um you can follow me at zenith sun
0: if you want to follow me for some reason, um, I'm not going to judge you. I'm Ray underscore Cole on Twitter. I also have my own website now. It's raywcole.com. And I'm revamping my blog to talk about novel writing and the whole traditional publishing journey and
3: give mm-hmm. advice
0: on, you know, how, how to go from having a shitty first draft to actually offering, like having people offer money for it, which is still sort of confusing and mind blowing. But that's, not, that's neither here nor there.
1: I think that's it. Yeah, um, I had a thing I was going to say, and it just jumped right out of my head. Well, it's too late. <laughs> yep, it's too late. All right, well, <laughs> everybody, get out. All right, just change, it <laughs> <laughs> change it if you want to. Change it if you want to. All aboard! All aboard!
0: Thanks for listening. Bonus Experience is written and produced by Monica and Ray. Our cover art and logo are by Nino Studios. Our theme song is Reuse Noise with the Light by CDK and is used under the Attribution Non-Commercial Creative Commons License. This podcast confers the benefits of a long rest. We'll see you next time.